Today, Lucas will be presenting a new tool for evaluating opportunities to help farm animals globally. And without further ado, here's Lucas. Hi, I'm Lucas Alvarenga. I'm the Senior Vice President of Strategy, Impact and Research at Mercy for Animals, an international nonprofit organization with over 20 years of experience. And today I'm here to talk about the Farming Animals Opportunity Index, a new tool that MFA is creating to help evaluating how we can help the most animals globally and how that's going to help with our international expansion plan. Now, MFA focus ex exclusively on farm animals. But if you're thinking we do that because they are this cute, you're actually right. But that's not the main reason. So let's start taking a, a look at the magnitude of the problem that involves farm animals in our planet. Almost 200 billion, with a B, land animals and fish are confined and slaughtered every year for food worldwide. Now, if you take a look at this number and multiply it by 20, so taking a look at the past 20 years, that's more than 30 times the number of humans that have ever lived on the planet. Now, we know that animals suffer everywhere, and therefore we must create tools and strategies that will be able to help uh, the, the greatest amount of animal, the greatest number of animals worldwide with the limited resources that we have. And it's important that we start understanding the big picture. While nearly 75% of all farmed animals alive at this very right moment are in Southeast Asia, China, and India, less than 5% of the total farm animal welfare budget is allocated there. And if we take a look at U.S. and European Union, we see that that's about 60% of all farm animals living right alive, at, alive there at this exact moment. But more than 85% of the total farm animal welfare budget is allocated there. So this shows the extreme disparities in our movements when we, when we see how, how we're allocating our resources compared to where the scale of the problem is. So which factor does Merciful Animals consider when we're thinking about international expansion? We obviously take the approach of the effective altruism community. We take a look at the scale of the problem, the neglectness of our, our movements, and tractability. But at MFA, we believe that there are two kinds of tractability or to measure tractability, which are gonna be describing uh, further in the presentation. There is the genetic tractability, and the movement-specific tractability. But besides these three primary factors, we also believe that global influence plays a very important role because we know that when we promote changes, when we get to implement changes, policy changes in countries that are highly global, that are highly influential globally, they're much more likely to influence policy changes in other countries. Now, our movement historically has paid a lot of attention to the scale of the problem and to the neglectness. Although we have not been so successful at implementing this, I believe a few reasons for that might be because when we think about this, the countries where we have the greatest scale and neglectness, these are also the countries where we have unfamiliar social contacts from the perspective of the European and the American organizations. We have unfamiliar political regimes. We have varying levels of tractability. 
we have difficulty to develop the movements, including recruiting volunteers and staff and retaining talents. So it's very difficult for us to try to take a look at the countries where we, we see a huge, uh, a huge problem in terms of scale and a huge problem in terms of neglectness, and we simply try to replicate whatever has worked in Europe or in the United States. So MFA believes that it's very important that we take a very close look at tractability. If a country doesn't have a high tractability, it's going to be less likely for us to succeed in our work. Now, the Farm and Opportunity Index is a tool that tries to evaluate tractability. How are we going to be seen if a country has a high tractability or not? So first, it's important that we understand that we believe we have two kinds of tractability. The first one is the genetic tractability, but there's also other factors that increase the tractability, which we call movement-specific tractability. They are knowledge and attitude towards farm animals, attitudes towards animal and plant-based products, support for animal advocacy, behavioral intentions regarding key advocacy activities, and others. So MFA, when we evaluate, when we are thinking about international expansion, we take a look at scale, tractability, and global influence to decide which region to prioritize. And once we identify these regions, we take a look, a deeper look at genetic tractability, movement-specific tractability, state of people power, and global influence to help us identify most, the most promising interventions across this team these key advocacy areas. And with all that in mind, we started to think about the Farm and Animals Opportunity Index, which is this tool that we hope to be helping organizations and donors on how to prioritize their resources. So the Farm and Opportunity Index, known as the FAOI, is a composite indicator that provides a holistic assessment of the opportunities to help farm animals in various countries. It's an interactive tool designed to aid animal protection organizations and donors in making database decisions regarding allocation of their resources in a global context, which with the overarching goal of maximizing impact for farmed animals. So the Farmed Opportunity Index considers four main dimensions to evaluate in order to create a ranking of the most opportunistic countries. They are scale, neglectness, tractability, and global influence. Now, it's important for me to state that neglectness is a dimension that's not going to be available uh, for the launching of the Farm and Opportunity Index. We do not have data yet, reliable data, that we have gathered in order to add into, into the Farm and Opportunity Index. But to describe these four dimensions, we have uh, analysis of many different factors. So under scale, for example, we're evaluating, we're analyzing the number of farmed land animals and the number of farmed fish, and also the human population. So both of these factors uh, compose uh, the magnitude of the scale of the problem in our analysis. Tractability is the most complex, but it's so important also to remember that this refers to the genetic tractability analysis. And lastly, we have global influence. Again, we believe that in a region or in a country where policies are being implemented and in these regions are highly influential globally, 
they're more likely to influence other countries to follow these policies. So we're evaluating soft power according to Elcano Global Presence Index, Cultural Presence Factor, Meat Trade, and Live Animal Trade. Now, we're analyzing all these factors that fits in each one of these four, or in this case, three dimensions. But the tricky part here is that they don't have the same weights, or they should not have the same weights. Now, MFA decided to put, by default, specific weights to scale, tractability, and influence. And these weights are scale with 25%, tractability 55%, and global influence 20%. Now we know that you might disagree with these weights. So the Farm and Opportunity Index is going to give you the opportunity to play with the weights the way you prefer to evaluate the rank of the countries. Uh, to evaluate the, how op op opportunistic are the countries based on the weights that you defined in these two. So that's the, the, the best part, in my opinion, of these two, because not everybody is going to uh, agree with the weights that we're setting. And again, we put a lot of weights on the tractability, understanding that if we cannot, if it's less likely for us to be successful in a country, uh, it tends to be uh, not very effective, um, but if you disagree with that, you can uh, assign different weights uh, on these dimensions. So the first version of the Global Farm and Opportunity, the Farm and Opportunity Index that's going to be launched publicly ranks 60 countries. And the two is going to allow you to compare and analyze not only countries, but also regions. So you can compare North America with Asia, with Europe, uh, and you can compare also region with against another country, for example. So you can compare the United States against uh, Latin America. You're also going to be able to view a rank based on, the, on only one dimension, for example, scale. If you want to see the rank of the countries only based on the scale, you're going to be able to see that in our index. And you're also going to be able to download the raw data for all factors to be evaluated under each dimension. So if you want to take a closer look at... Uh, how this raw data look like, you're going to be able to download this in the tool. Now, it's very important to mention that the Farm and Opportunity Index doesn't tell us everything. So there are other facts that we encourage to, 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 for you to have further examination when you, are evaluating, when you are analyzing the Farm and Opportunity Index. Those are basically movement-specific tractability, uh, which are these four uh, factors, and more qualitative qualitative information, such as cultural norms, history of animal farming, role of religion, presence of influencers that can help the movement, government attitudes towards activism, animal welfare, meat reduction, and so on, prevalence of plant-based alternatives, and easy of finding and retaining quality staff. So Mercy for Animals uses the Farm and Opportunity Index as a preliminary stage in a longer evaluation process in order to decide where we're going to be allocating our resources globally. So first, we analyze, we evaluate the Farming Opportunity Index. We come up with a list of the most opportunistic countries. We choose the countries we want to explore. In the second stage, we evaluate whether we have special opportunities. And this means that we might have, uh, we might know what talented people uh, that we are familiar with and we trust and they are willing to help already. 
Uh, we might know important stakeholders that can make the work much easier. Uh, we also want to highlight that this is a very subjective analysis, so it's important to have that in mind. The third part is to evaluate potential cost effectiveness, and also this is a projection. It's important to enforce it's just a projection. And lastly, and probably most important, we conduct scoping studies. And these scoping studies are designed to investigate all the factors that were not identified in the Farm and Opportunity Index analysis. So right now, to share this with all of you, uh, we are completing eight scoping studies in Asia uh, next month, in December 2020. Our intention with those scoping studies now is to define, is to design a strategy for the region. Mercy for Animals is considering to set up a regional office in the region uh, based in one specific country that we're still going to pick to oversee the work uh, in those different countries. Uh, that's hopefully going to be uh, the beginning of our work, uh, of our big presence uh, in Asia. We currently have a work being developed in India, uh, and we plan to start pilot interventions by Q2 2021. So this also last slide is designed to show how the Farm Annual Opportunity Index, how this tool is important for our international expansion plan. We take a look at these dimensions and this would not be possible without this tool. We analyze which countries, which regions have the highest global influence level, which regions have a high tractability, which regions have the high, highest neglectness and highest scale. So based on these factors, we have, depending on these factors in each country, we, we have different priorities. And priorities doesn't mean that whatever is not in our priorities should not be done. So, for example, in a country with a high global level of influence and a high level of tractability, our priority is to focus on creating institutional change because we believe institutional change is what, we can, is what can promote the greatest impact for animals in the short and midterm um, and this is it. This is Mercy for Animals. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the content of this presentation. I hope you enjoyed the initiative that we're creating. We are going to be launching the Farm and Opportunity Index uh, by the end of December 2020. That's going to be public in our website. Uh, if you have any questions, if you want to connect, if you want to discuss ideas, if you want to collaborate with this project with us, feel free to reach out to me at Lucas a at mercyforanimals.org. Uh, I hope you have enjoyed and appreciated this presentation. And thank you very much for watching.